listening to the Salt and Light podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Thank you for joining. I want to go into the Word. I want you to open your Bible with me. Turn on your Bible. We have it on your phone. And we're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 36. Ezekiel chapter 36. I'm going to read verses 25 through 27. The word of God states, Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I'm going to clean you. And I'm going to take what you put before me, the idols, out of your life so that I can give you a new heart. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you will keep my judgments. You will keep my commandments and do them. Would you close your eyes with me? Let's pray together. God, we thank you that your word remains. I thank you that your word is true, that there is nothing outside of your truth that can lead us to fulfillment. And today, I pray that in every heart, in every mind, you will bring a newness of your life and your promises will be fulfilled. Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts. I break every stronghold that wants to stop your word from giving fruit. In the name of Jesus, we all say amen. It was the best of times, and it was the worst of times. Anybody anybody ever been there? The best of times and the worst of times. I'm living out my dream in my career, in my profession, going up the corporate ladder, thinking as long as I continue to make more money, I'll be happy. And I'm, I'm laughing on the outside and smiling and, and, and putting different goals in front of me and fulfilling what I think is my destiny. Yet, in my heart, I'm empty. I have a void. At bed, and at, during bedtime, at, at night, I can't sleep. Looking for something that will bring fulfillment. Uh, thinking, if I just do more. If I just get more, I have everything that I wanted, yet I have nothing. I can't enjoy. I have more than I thought I could have by the end of that year, yet I'm more afraid of losing it than ever before in my life. And I cry out to God and I say, where are you, Lord? Where are your promises in my life? I'm doing all these things that you have called me to do. But I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't be having anxiety at night. I shouldn't be feeling depressed when I'm walking. I I, I shouldn't be having these thoughts that don't please you. And as I'm praying and, and I'm mad because I should be enjoying the work of my life, yet I am completely empty. I feel this voice in my spirit that 
still, small voice, the way God speaks to us. And it says, where are you? Where are you, God? And I hear in my spirit, where are you? And where is your heart? Say with me, from the inside. Come on, like you're awake. Say with me, from the inside. Out. We just read a scripture that says, I will give you a new heart. And it was so amazing that I had a life that was full. My schedule was full. My appointments were there. Um, you know, people will say, out of every 10, you're going to sell one. I was selling seven out of 10. And Sig Sigler was working. Uh, as I'm walking through all these different, you know, uh, coaches and life coaches and things are good in my life, but I had replaced what God can give with idols. And the Bible says you cannot serve God and mammon. <laughs> and if you study that word mammon, that's a deity of riches. You cannot have an idol. I came to this country with nothing, and I was afraid of nothing. And as soon as I have something in my bank account, I'm afraid of losing it. And the Holy Spirit says to you, you're full, but you're empty. And I want to give you something that can transform your life. I want to give you just a little bit of what Christ did for you. And I want to bring color. I don't want you to live stagnant anymore. I don't want you to live preoccupied anymore. I don't want you to live saturated anymore. I want you to live from the inside out. And I want to give you that blood of Jesus and give you a new purpose. Now, I come to church. I knew what God had for my life, but I still was living my life my way. There's a story that I want to share with you in Matthew chapter 9. We're going to read verses 1 through 7. This is Jesus speaking. Matthew chapter 9 states, So he got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own city. Then behold, they brought him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw what? When Jesus saw their faith, he said to a paralytic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Now, he's paralyzed, and Jesus doesn't say you're healed. He says your sins from the inside out. And at once, some of the scribes said within themselves, this man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to a paralytic, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Arise, take up your bed, and go. And he arose and departed. 
to his house. I had been there before, and I couldn't believe that I was experiencing this feeling again. I thought I knew how to fight it. I thought that positive thinking and taking away negativity and making sure the people around me are not toxic and, you know, doing the church things and and serving more and and doing more will get me to the place in which I'll be fulfilled. And I will read the word to get head knowledge, but my heart was far from God. And, And in this place, God says, where are you? And as I see this story in verse 1 and verse 2 of Matthew chapter 9, it says that Jesus goes to the other side. How many of you know that Jesus goes to meet you wherever you are? I mean, come on. Some of you, you didn't want to come to church and right at the bar he would tell you, and I love you. Some of you, you'll be talking to somebody. I know this is truth because I've I spoken to several of you. And while you were at the, right, a person next to you will tell you, man, I don't know why, but I feel I got to go to church. And you'll be like, man, I used to go to church. And you'll start preaching to them there at the bar. He would chase after you. He wouldn't let you go. That's his love. That's his love for you. That's why you're here today. And in verse 2, it says, Jesus seeing their faith, As he sees their faith, he says, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven as he sees their faith. And and I think many times in our life, we're in a place in which we feel paralyzed. And we're lacking an encounter with God. And God's saying, I want to give you something. Somebody say with me, from the inside. I want to give you something that's deeper than what you're living. See, everything you have is so superficial that even though you are so full in your schedule, you're empty. And you're walking, but you know that you're really walking dead. And you're doing, but the truth is that you don't need me to heal you. What you need me is to forgive you. And until we recognize the need that we have for forgiveness of Jesus in our life, we will never come back to life. And until we recognize that we are sinners and say, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Now, I love this because it says that those around him brought him. They had faith. How many of you thank God for the people around you that have faith? And it says, God, Jesus seen their faith. They saw, he saw their faith and he says, your sins are forgiven. Now, I'll be honest with you, as, as I was walking through this, my wife knows me, so she'll say things like, you know, um, I think you're not all there. And I'll be like, woman, I am a man of God. Don't you tell me how I'm doing, because we can fake it till we make it. Uh, come on. But God's been dealing with my heart, and I, I promise you, if you learn to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, you start learning the, to hear the voice of your wife too. And, and I'm saying, I'm in this place where I can't move forward because I'm afraid. I'm here to tell you that the God we serve is greater than your fear. And some of us don't take that step of faith of obedience into what God is calling us or not because we're afraid of losing. We're afraid, man, if I start obeying in what God's calling me to do, I'm going to lose relationships. If I start obeying in what he's telling me to do in my finances, I'm going to lose my house. You, come on. You are not smarter. We are not wiser than God. And if he says, obey, try me on this. And, and, and but God, I know I, I, you tell me to forgive others, but I need to make sure that you take revenge on them. 
And Jesus said, forgive us, teaching us to pray, as we forgive others. And your faith must have action. Somebody say amen to that. And we start walking in this place, and we're like, God, where are you? And he looks back at us and says, where are you? Where's your heart? How is it that you tell me that you, wanna, you want me to do a miracle in your life, but your sins have not been forgiven, and I want you to live from the inside out. Somebody say with me, from the inside out. I want you to live from in here. I have something greater for you, because even though you can get everything in this world, you can lose your soul. And if you lose your soul, <laughs> and if you lose that passion and that purpose that can only come from God, and that void and that hole in your heart has the shape of a cross. And he took your sins in the cross. In Romans chapter 8, verses 3, Romans chapter 8, verse 3, the word of God states, For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his son, his own son, in the likeness of the sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled. In, in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to what? The spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit and the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. Why do I feel dead? Why do I feel numbed? To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is what? Mm. I get color in the places that, was, that were empty. And many of us are walking and we're seeing, God, why is it that I don't see you? Why is it that I don't feel you? God, why is it that everything in my life, even though I can have success, still feels like a failure? He says, I want to add color. I want to add color. And, and I want you to know that my plans are better than your plans. Where are my people that have a testimony of Jesus coming into their life and giving them new life? I said, where are my people that have a testimony? Can, I, can, can somebody testify, say amen? We, uh, man, I don't know. I felt like this. I didn't have this. Uh, I didn't have drive. I, didn't, I couldn't do anything. Even though I fulfilled a lot of things, this is my story. And I'm here to tell you that his story is better than my story. And he wants to have his story in your heart. But you got to be willing to come to him and say, listen, I know that what I have I, has paralyzed me. And then that reminds me of when David fights Goliath. How I many of you remember the story of David and Goliath? Raise your hand if you heard the story of David and Goliath. And we know this story and we heard about this young man that fights this giant but the real story is not about him fighting the real story is about his faith because Goliath comes and tells the people give me one. Oh, I pray that there'll be one today give me one that will fight give me one that will fight and the Bible says that everybody everybody was paralyzed he, everybody was paralyzed with fear I'm afraid of losing what I have I'm afraid of, of what people are going to say I'm afraid, I, I'm telling you that will bring death into your life but David comes in and says you come against me with a sword but I come against you in the name I come, you come against me with what, what, what you use in the flesh but I come against you with what I have inside
You come against me with things that other people are saying. You come against me with darts and things that come on the outside. But man, I'm here to tell you that he who is in you is greater than he who comes against you. Somebody say with me, my God is greater. And when we live in this place, the Bible says that his faith from the inside out. How do you live from the inside out? You start walking in faith and obedience. Faith without obedience is dead. Faith and obedience. I get up from that prayer room and I tell God, okay, you're asking me where are you? We're asking where my heart is and here's where my heart is. I'm afraid of losing these things. I'm afraid of what this can You know me. I, it's hard for me to forgive these people. It's hard for me to let go of this. Because I want to give you a new heart. I want you to start living from the inside. There's things in our life, church, that if we don't heal from the inside, we'll continue to produce bad fruit on the outside. There's things in our life that if you don't heal on the inside, we'll continue to produce bad fruit on the outside. Why, why is it that I, 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 I want to move forward, but I can't? Why is it that... I know the promises of God, but I'm not able to walk into what he's saying because you continue to look back when God says, move forward. Somebody say, move forward. Can you believe that the God we serve has something better for you? Only three of you. Can you believe that he has something better for you? Then you got to let go of your tradition, of your doctrine. You got to let go of your past and what they did to you. You gotta let go of the things that continue to hold you back. I love that Jesus comes in and he says, your sins are forgiven and automatically, as soon as he says that the Pharisees have to criticize. There'll be people in your life that as soon as you say, God has forgiven me, God has more for me, they'll say, uh-uh, I remember your past. I know what you did yesterday, I know, I know what you did. And they say, listen, they say, listen, you know, what he's doing is blasphemy because we would prefer to live in religion than to live in relationship. And it's easier to say, here's the 20 steps you need to get to purgatory. Come on. Here's the 50 steps you need to become a deacon. Here's, and I mean, listen, I want you to get this. God, that we just read right now. I want you to get rid of your idols. I want you to get rid of what you're called religion. And I want you to start living in what I have a new heart. This is from the inside out. I don't want you to be in a forced marriage. I want you to love me and be in covenant with me. And, and we live in this place and they start judging him. And Jesus says, what's easier to say? What's easier to say? Your sins are forgiven or to tell you to get up? Somebody say with me, get up. Yeah. I, I love this because Jesus says, I'm addressing what you have a need inside. I'm addressing that you need some color. I'm addressing that first. But I want you to get this. I'm adding this in your life so you can get up. Somebody say with me, get up. I want you to have a new life. I don't want you to stay stagnant. I don't want you to keep living in that place in which you need another high to feel calm. I don't want you to have to keep running back to that bottle. I don't want you to have to keep running back to that relation. I don't want you to keep coming back to that religion so you can appease your mind. There is no condemnation in Christ. But what I need you to do is get up. And, and we struggle with this because we say, God, I need you to help me. I want, you, I want to live that life that you promised in my life. Would you please carry me? And I love that he says, get up, take up your mat. Now stay with me here. You know what he would use that mat for? Some of us like this mat. He would use that mat so that he could ask for money. 
He would use that mat so that people could see that he needed help. Come on. He would use that mat so that people could see what they did to them on the other church. He will use that mat so, so he could say, listen, this is why I'm here. And God, Jesus says, get up and take your mat. Some of us get up, but sit down on our mat. I'm a victim. You don't know what they did to me. You don't know, pastor. You don't know everything. I, every, I keep on falling back on the same sin. You don't know what I've done to myself. I'm here to tell you that no matter what you've done to yourself, no matter what they did to you, Christ has done something greater in the cross for you so that you can have a new life. So you can push through so that you don't stay stagnant from the inside. All right, God. You want me to be obedient. I surrender all. I surrender all. Not part. Not just the place where I'm paralyzed. I surrender your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, Ephesians chapter 3 says that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory the strengthen with, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. This Pope praying for the church and says that he will grant you, that he will give you According to his riches and glory, come on, he's rich. <laughs> he, he has more than enough. The riches of his good to be strengthened. This is what we need. How many of you need new strength? To be strengthened in the inner, through his spirit, in the inner man. I'm here to challenge you today. Don't just have faith to come to Jesus. Obey his command. Get up. Get up. The pastor says, you don't know what I'm fighting at night. You don't know what I'm fighting with my wife. You don't know what I'm fighting. You don't know what it is to have a blended family. You don't know what it is to, to have these addictions. You don't know this is something, these strongholds come from back forth. You don't know I have a poverty mindset. You don't know what it's happening to God. I'm here to tell you that if you surrender to his will and give him everything, not part, you give him everything from the inside out, there'll be living water. From the inside out, living water. And everything that he's promised is for you. And you start giving different fruit. Can I tell you, it didn't happen the next day that I felt completely new. I will walk, still feeling that void in my heart. Some of you, I'm speaking to several of you today. I'll take the next step in obedience of generosity and obedience of, of, of getting rid of things that he didn't want in my life. It's still with fear in my head, but his promise is greater than my fear. Uh, I will walk and take that next step, still feeling the loss, still feeling lonely. Come on. But something happened. In my obedience, he was faithful. <laughs> and I am free here today. And I'm standing in front of you to tell you, God wants to set you free. Can I get a church that has a testimony? Can I get a witness today that says, God has done it for me. And I'm here to tell you, if he did it for you 10 years ago, he can do it for you again today. But it's from the inside out. And you have to say, God, give me a new heart. I don't want to give you half. I want to give you all. Will you stand with me today? I believe there's some people 
that have their life full, but they're empty. I believe there's some of us that even though we know the truth, we continue to lie and fake it till we make it. And God cannot be fooled. And God knows that in your marriage, you're miserable. And he doesn't want you to be miserable. He wants you to be in love. And he knows that in, in your work, you're going through the motions for that promotion. But that's not what you were born to do. And until you obey, I promise you what he has is better. I promise you, I, 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 know, I know this is difficult. I know this, this cost. I know this, this is risk, but I'm calling risk takers today. Walk by faith. He's looking at you. He's not defining you by what you did. He's saying your sins are forgiven. I don't care what people are saying about you. He sees you and he says your sins are forgiven. Look at me, please. Before he even said a word, Jesus said, I'm already dead for you. I'm already paying that debt for you. I came to this earth to die for your sins, to pay for your debt. I'm, I'm here. Now get up. That's you today. And you hear that voice that says, get up. Get up. Get up. I want you to come to the altar as we worship. Thank you for listening. Stay connected through our social media. And remember, we are family.